Yes, let's have the testimonies and give glory to God. I would like to give a testimony. Thank you, Jesus, for all the answered prayers. Thank you, for, thank you for keeping me and my family safe. Thank you for putting a hedge of protection around me and my family, extended family, all our friends and relatives and the entire Brisbane prayer group. Thank you, Jesus, for your abundant blessings. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, Vivek, I would like to give a testimony. Yeah, Anita, go ahead. I would like to give praise and thank and glory to God, our Lord Jesus Christ, for the wonders he's doing in my life and in my family. The blessings he has showered on me and he's still continuously showering. My son was facing a very bad time at office. He had received six letters telling him about his reduction in salary, his returning, returning of the fuel card that they had given him, returning of the office car that they had given due to business problems during COVID lockdown. The present work he was doing had been outsourced and he had to do the job that he was given when he had joined the office three years back. I said the agreement prayer with Sister Myra. We all three prayed together during this troubled time and believed in our heart that God is in control of this situation. She gave my son some scriptures to say. A month had passed by. And during this period, my son had interviews and had got two job offers. On Tuesday, 26 October, my son received his three-year visa for his new job starting on the 4th of November. Today was the second day at work. Wow. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Wow, what a powerful yeah. testimony. Yeah, Brother Vivek, you pushed me very hard on being very independent with my one-to-one -one with Jesus. You are too, I, yeah. did, I, I did feel low when, you, when I did not hear from you, but I knew that you lifted my request in prayer. You prayed yes. for my son. Yes. And now I know that I too have the power to connect directly and yes. believe strongly in answered prayers. Absolutely. Brother Vivek, Brother, Brother Russell, thank you very much for your continuous support and encouragement. Yes, thank you. I so thank much. God for this lovely Brisbane group, which has enriched me with so much of faith and thirst for our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, thank you. Jesus. I also attend the unsaved loved ones prayer conducted through Zoom by Sister Myra from Canada. We say the prayer and the, the prayer in tongue only for our loved ones to be saved and to come closer to God. Yes. And not for any other intention. This is conducted daily in the morning at 7.30 a.m. India time. For just 30 minutes. Man, Friends, I am giving this testimony not only to thank God for the visa and the new job that God has gifted my son, but I thank him with tears in my eyes and thanksgiving in my heart for bringing my son closer to him and Man. to know him, to love him and to depend on Jesus for he alone will save us. Thank you. My son could hear the voice of the Holy Spirit telling him about his visa, telling him to get his resignation letter ready. He was so positive and he believed in faith that God is taking care of him. Amen. I pray that God increases my son's thirst of knowing him 
and that Jesus our Savior will save him from all the trouble he faces. This has also changed my spiritual life and I can see the change in my life of my son, my husband too. Praise God and thank you Jesus for all your blessings. Thank you, thank you Anita. Thank you so much for that wonderful testimony. I think what I learned from this is that you can directly pray to God. You don't need a preacher, don't need Brother Russell or Brother Vivek. We always are praying for all of you. But the thing is that unless we learn to make a prayer of agreement and have faith, that's when we start moving in that spirit realm. See, we are not known by brother or sister or preacher or pastor or priest. We are known by our faith. That's how God knows us. He knows us only by our faith. And faith only comes by hearing God's word. So the best way to connect is directly with the Lord. And the best thing is to have a prayer of agreement with anyone in faith. And you'll always get an answer there. Thanks, Anita. So yeah. this also opens up, you know, people who want to pray. Please hold on to someone who believes and has one spirit of in agreement. And you'll have your answered prayer. It is so simple. The Lord wants to bless us. He's not said no to us. He's saying just pray and just receive it. We are making it complicated. What if we don't get it? The Lord just wants to give us. We just have to learn how to tap into that source. And that's it. We have got all answered prayer. You just don't have to worry. We, once you learn it, Anita, you'll start praying with others and praying for them and seeing it happen. And do it with others as, as well and see how things start changing. And you'll realize once you get to learn this, you don't need to go back, but you need God's word in your heart. That's the most important. Thank you for that testimony. Yeah. Praise the Lord, brother. Yes. Christina here. Thank you, yep. Holy Spirit, for this blessed group and for the amazing testimonies. And thank you, Brother Russell and Sister Shanine, for the morning tongues, especially during the this, these past few days on the virtues of joy and endurance. And that the, the words of Jesus to us today has confirmed these reflections by telling us that to seek his Holy Spirit, who is our power, our strength, and our endurance. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And um, amazing uh, praise and worship also today, brother and sister Shemin. Thank you. And all praise to our Lord Jesus. I had many instances this week where his Holy Spirit and the holy angels were with me. And, uh, for example, I had to go to a store during peak hour. And I um, remembered about the limited parking. So I prayed, the Spirit of the Lord Jesus is upon me. God himself has anointed me and has opened up the parking area in Jesus' name. And brother, there were actually two open bays right next to each other in front of the store. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And um, also my holy angels held me up and prevented me from falling on the road when I rushed back to my car and tripped. Thank you, Jesus. And I also managed to obtain a medical note for my child after the doctor had initially said he was unable to give it to me. Also by confessing the spirit of the Lord Jesus is upon the doctor. God himself has anointed him and set him free in Jesus' name. And uh, my child passed a challenging exam. Thank you, Jesus. And um, I waited with a senior citizen for a community taxi after mass which he had already pre-arranged, but he wasn't on time. So we made an agreement prayer by Matthew 18, 19, and together we agreed that the taxi arrives now in Jesus' name. And it came five minutes later and said he had mistakenly gone to her house instead of to the church. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. 
And um, someone called and said they were worried as it was drizzling and the constructors had poured cement and uh, it needed to dry. So I prayed, thank you, Jesus, for the power and authority you've given me by Mark 6, 7. And in your name, I rebuke the rain clouds and cast them into the sea just until the cement sets in Jesus' name. And we prayed in tongues for a while until she suddenly said, the sun has come through. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And uh, she said it actually remained dry all week. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Thank, thank you, you, brother. Thank you. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. God bless you, brother. Thank you. Yes, who would like to testify and give glory to God? I could thank and praise God for all answered prayers in my life and in my family's life. So whatever we have prayed for, God has given more than what we can even ask or imagine. That's Ephesians 3.20. And I pray that same scripture for you so that with the power that is at work within us, the Holy Spirit is already working more than what we can ask or imagine. That's what the Lord blesses us with in our spiritual life and in everything that we have. Even before we ask something, the Father knows everything. So it's just about knowing one thing that the Lord has already answered our prayer. You should not just worry. Just, just remember one thing. God already knows our needs even before we ask him. Just know that he has already given it to us. And that's the way he operates. We need faith to reach the Father. The Father is the source. Jesus is the way. The Holy Spirit is the prayer partner. So this is how it goes. So whenever you pray, Father God, in the name of Jesus, I come into your holy presence. And know one thing, your prayer partner is the Holy Spirit who prays with you. He's in you. And always you'll have an answer prayer. And you'll give glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Brother Vivek? Yeah. Praise the Lord. Uh, brother, it was many times I come on the group, I give many testimonies about Jesus. Yes. And it happened that uh, still I, I always thank the Lord for the job that he has given me, for the good salary, for working in my own hands. And often I used to say this, but in my mind, I have to have a doubt at times. In spite of having that faith and professing that spiritual positiveness, I had sometimes the doubt coming, will I get a job? Will it happen? And this is to not, uh, this was being a block in my job for me. So one day in the morning, Brother Lawrence was giving a session on faith and how to speak uh, positive and how to believe that the Lord has done. So there, when he was giving the word, my eye was opened and, I, and the Lord was speaking to me to the word as he was telling. So I was really encouraged with so much with the word of God that he preached that I, I, my entire life was changed and I came back to the Lord by saying, yes, Lord, I will never have a doubt. I will never have unbelief that what I've spoken has been done in my life. 
and now yes. every day i believe that the lord has given a job i tell my friends the appointment letter is already released it's on the way coming i am going to start working but the lord has already done it for me okay so newton one one change one yeah. change that is not the way you pray okay you say okay. i'm already i'm already working in this place the place is wonderful the the manager is good i can see myself already every day you're already in the place you're not waiting for the appointment letter you're already in the job okay are you getting me yes brother when we prayed for your son we never said your the wife will conceive we called him by name yes please understanding that prayer so the lord is again telling you it is already done when it's done yes. you don't get offer letter and you are going to go and apply for the job when you get an offer letter there's a choice when you're yes. in the job, you already there thanking god say thank you god what a lovely place i love that environment the coffee is excellent wherever you are working you have got to be in that workplace thank you lord my okay. lord has already done it. how used to say when you are the pepsi my god has yes. already done it. praise yes. the lord he done it i give glory i give honor I used to just praise god and say it's already done thank you lord you have heard my prayer and you praised and thank god loudly if somebody met you hi newton praise you jesus yes. thank you lord the same newton has to come back again in you okay yes you brother thank you god now not for the offer letter you'll be thanking god thank you lord for the wonderful job thank you for all the people around me see them create them in front of you that is that is uh, romans 4:17 in action you are actually yes, creating sir. what god is doing and using the mouth to you know create so we are creators co-creators okay so we yes, create brother. we create with the word okay god created with the word we are bringing it into a spiritual manifestation and existence and then it physically manifests in our life yes brother so brother, that's going another, to another thing happened that actually my full name is avinash newton rodriguez and i have to put that name avinash and i became newton rodriguez it happened that i was getting a job and because of my name on my license was avinash it was not getting clicked so i had gone to the many people to my, my friends told me that they tried their best doing it for me because of the name nothing's happening so one fine day yesterday i got a call from the same place by somebody one person called up i'm working for such a place i told having problem the name avinash she said don't worry you come to the office we have a solution for that you can keep you can do it of changing them the license we'll provide you a job you can just come I told them that I got a message from all of some of your staff member that we don't have an office in Mumbai, and we are shut down. He said, "No, it's the wrong information you got." And a person named Vivek Thakur, his name was Vivek Thakur. <laughs> he told me. I told him, "I have my friend Vivek also giving the word of God." But this boy called me and told me, "Sure, brother, you can just come. I will help you out to get it. Let the name be Avinash." So I praise and thank God for opening doors for me. So God has a plan for me, brother. He's getting things done. Amen. I was, Already, but I was very happy hearing the name Vivek from you. <laughs> Praise God. Thank Praise you, God. brother. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Newton. Thank you for that wonderful yeah. testimony. Let's. This is your time of testifying. It's so beautiful to testify. I can. You can ask the people who testify and give glory to God. I just testify and give thanks to God that I'm alive today to preach God's word. that's the biggest testimony today and i should not forget that and we should all remember that so thank you jesus so if there is something you would like to thank god for just stand up and thank god if i would like to give a testimony i'd like to thank the lord 
for saving my son's life this week. He was at a stop sign with the red light and there was a semi-trailer coming at a hell of a speed and he thought this is it. So he said, Lord Jesus, help me. And the, and the semi-trailer driver had to swerve into another lane and went through a red light and missed him. So I would like to say thank you and praise you, Lord Jesus. All glory and honour to you. Thank you, Jesus. I want to thank Jesus for the whole pandemic that had started. He had kept our family united and alive today. I thank Jesus for my wife was very sick some, some time months ago. And I thought she may, she may not live, she may die, but the Lord kept her alive. My mother also was sick and she went to her, after her urine went out of her body, she was dehydrated and doctors were admitting in the hospital. But the doctor looked at me and said, I can't admit her because we'll do the treatment at home and God blessed Jesus, recovered her. I thank Jesus for the daily bread he provided my family in the pandemic. Since there were so many who had no daily bread, but everything was blessed. Our family is blessed. We are, my house, home is blessed. And we are still alive to give glory and praise to him. Many of them have lost their parents or some children, but we all are united together today as one. So I thank Jesus for this blessings in our life. And also I thank Jesus for getting connected to your prayer group and to so many spiritual brothers and sisters in my life who came. Brother you, Brother Vivek, Brother Lawrence, Sister Viana, all these people, the Lord brought and connected to me and made my spiritual life more stronger. In this pandemic, I give glory and praise to Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Newton. I mean, that is exactly what I say. There's so much yeah. to testify about the Lord. So much. Every day, there'll be millions of testimonies. We should stand up and thank God for everything that we do. The fact that we are alive, we should thank God. And that is giving glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Vivek, this is Anita. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I want to thank God for keeping my kids safe yesterday. Uh, we had a break-in and uh, uh, my entire jewelry and everything was wiped off. And I... Um, and I thank God and I today because I know that he will find everything that I've lost and give, give it back to me. And most importantly, I thank God uh, for Dylan and Tia not being at home at that time and not being harmed. Um, and yes, and uh, none of us were at home and we are all safe. And nice. it's, the, it's the, the material stuff that they've taken, which is of great value to me because it's all my wedding jewelry and Everything that I had has been wiped off. Um, and um, I'm thanking God now in advance and knowing that, you know, he will provide and he will give me back whatever I've lost. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Anita, for that testimony. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus, for providing that. Yes, anyone else?
during the worship session there were some healings if there's someone who witnessed the healing and actually got it just stand up and glorify god i mean there's those are word of knowledge straight from the holy spirit see once you once you stand up and claim a healing and you are healed the healing is complete and whole that's why jesus said show yourself to the priest and claim it so unless you stand up they overcame satan satan is the very author of sickness they overcame sickness that is satan by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony so your testimony is your completion of your healing it completes and seals that healing the devil can't come back and take it away so if you are healed you must stand up and shout out and give glory to god that i am healed because of jesus not because of the preacher because of jesus he is the healer and if the holy spirit is speaking to you open your mouth and just speak just unmute and speak i know i can in my spirit that the lord is speaking to so many people to speak right now you all have a testimony give glory to god it's thank the lord he is the one to be thanked not me thank you jesus Yes, anyone else would like to testify? Hi, Vivek. Uh, this is Nisa here. Uh, yes. I just want to say thank you to Jesus and to the Holy Spirit for inspiring my sister, Samantha, who's in Goa. And she's just begun her small little venture of a little restaurant and uh, it also kind of continues with my you know what my dad used to do so he's she's taking it forward in her small way yes and yes. the holy spirit has inspired her to do it after many years yes. and we thank him that the uh, it's already flourishing and you know it's going to thrive well so thank you jesus thank you holy spirit thank you thank you holy spirit so so many of you have you know joined the prayer group and your life has changed someone who would like to testify and say how you know your life has changed not just because of prayer group because of how the word has helped you in your daily life now you're using the word in a very powerful way and your life has changed so much if that is you why don't you stand up and testify there could be somebody else wanting to have the same blessing like you yes brother vivek yeah this is jason yes yes so for the first time i'm testifying yes i must give glory to my lord yes and to the the brisbane prayer group who has really changed my life it's almost i think so a year since i have been attending the friday prayer group meet yes what had happened was when i had been detected positive for covid i didn't have a visa and i could not go to the hospital or or any doctor here and uh, it so happened i was so bad that i i didn't sleep even for four days i had breathing problem and i used to only pray 
and pray and pray and god got me back and he has given me another life there's so many people who actually could not see the next day yes and god has been kind to me yes another yes. thing is now i have been working without a visa god has blessed me for four years without a visa and he has kept me in this in this company that i'm working off late a new new a new manager came and he changed the whole system with the result that they had not paid me for five months i did not receive my salary for five months and i i i did not give up hope i was i was sure that god would answer my prayer and a few last week they paid me two months salary and now they have agreed to pay me the balance three months also for this i give i give praise and glory to lord yes and for all the people who have been praying for me thank you jesus praise you jesus love you jesus i have been saying that i confess daily and it has changed my life completely thank you jesus yes. praise you jesus praise you jesus Yes, if the Holy Spirit is speaking to you, please testify. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. By the strength of God. I'm completely healed and am mobile in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Hello, Brother Vivek. I just want to give a testimony. Yes. I just want to thank and praise the Lord uh, for this wonderful prayer group that he connected me to last year. Yes. And I just want to thank and praise the Lord for drawing me closer to him, to get me closer into his word. I have really been blessed with all that has been shared through this prayer group, especially through, the, through your reflections that I posted, through the tongues intercession, through the testimonies of this prayer group. I just want to praise and thank the Lord that Every time I join any of the sessions or I read the reflections, he speaks to me more powerfully than I've ever known before. I just want to thank and praise the Lord that especially uh, in the intercession, the tongues intercession on joy, that the Lord really brought me out of a lot of despair that I was going through in the last couple of weeks. Yes. I just want to thank and praise the Lord that his word is truly alive and active. And I have truly seen, especially through this prayer group, how he is so powerfully working. And each testimony that I listen to brings me closer to the Lord because sometimes I think that that is impossible. And yet I see how the Lord, how the Holy Spirit, him bringing the word makes things possible through his word. 
And I just want to just thank and praise the Lord for his great love for me that I have experienced more than the blessings that I'm running after. And just, just to know that love. I want to thank and praise the Lord for this wonderful prayer, Brother Vivek. And I have been so encouraged to share many of the reflections and especially uh, the teachings and also through the tongues intercession to many people. And they too have testified that in some way that they have found that the Lord has spoken to them. Amen. I want to thank and praise the Lord for that. Thank you. Thank you, sister. All glory to our Lord Jesus Christ. He is the one who is to be glorified. Hello, uh, brother. This is Jane here, brother. Yeah. Hello, am I audible? Yeah. Yes, you're audible. Uh, uh, on Wednesday, I had a sudden body pain, brother, severe body pain. Uh, I was just uh, meditating the scriptures only, but uh, I had a little fear within me. So I, I messaged you after you prayed over me yesterday. Uh, immediately, the, uh, I was relieved from the pain. Uh, and uh, usually, I, I used to hear the tongue session recording only. The Wednesday, I asked the Holy Spirit to wake me up for the tongue session. And the Holy Spirit did wake me up at 2.40 and I was live for the tongue session. But yesterday, I did not ask the Holy Spirit. And after you prayed over me yesterday morning, uh, the, I was awake the whole night and I went to sleep only after the tongue session was over. Praise God. Thank you, Thank you. Uh, and and before the uh, before attending the uh, before when when you started the Friday sessions, um, because it is afternoon in India, I used to feel a little sleepy. Uh, so I you, sometimes I used to skip the meals, uh, fearing that I might be feel sleepy. But now uh, uh, that is uh, the word has uh, brought a transformation that even if I have my lunch, I don't feel sleepy. My eyes are wide open. Yes, God. Thank you. I will thank the Holy Spirit for all this transformation in me. Thank you. Thank you, Jenny. Thank you, Sister. Yes, Meena. Yes, please go ahead. I can see your hand up. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. How many of you love the Holy Spirit? You can see all Hello? Hands. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Sorry, I was muted. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Yeah, go this ahead. Gratitude. The gratitude journal, which I'm just maintaining, wow. so I just want to read the page, uh, which is on the 1st of November. Yes. So that day when I got up in the morning, the first thought was that of the job of mine, which I uh, fought a legal battle for 10 years. And I won the battle and I'm going to still get the financial, uh, uh, I've got to still get the financial thing of it. Uh, and... Uh, so I was using the proverb 631, which says that yet if he is caught, he must pay sevenfold, though it cost him all the wealth of his house. So, uh, but I read this thing, but I did not. I never should remember it. As usual, I don't remember the scriptures, though I know the scripture verses. So that day at 12 o'clock, I went to the church to offer mass for my parents. 
later after that, I went to the adoration chapel, which I normally do when I go to the churches. Uh, no one was there. And I read the first chapter of the Proverbs, a big Bible was kept over there. So I read the first chapter of the Proverbs. So at that time, I was just trying to recall the above scripture, that is uh, Proverbs 6.31, but I couldn't, I failed to recall the chapter and the verse. So I just decided to just read a scripture that gets my attention. So I just closed the Bible and I was opened, I opened it and I flipped the pages. So as I flipped it, I got page with the reference of 511 Proverbs. I read the verse, but I did not understand anything. So I just scrolled the page on the left page and looked on the right side of the page. And the moment one particular line in front of me just caught my attention. I got seven fold over there. So I went to see the uh, verse number and I went to the chapter. This was exactly the same chapter and the verse was being out for at that time. So that was what I was just trying to I just wanted to say that what was there in mind, but I couldn't put 10 minutes I was sitting over there and thinking, what is that chapter? What is that verse? And all. And I wanted to read it on the big Bible. Normally, I see it on my, the Bible app is on my mobile. But here on the big Bible, I was not locating that verse, nor the chapter. And I was just looking at the, you know, the Eucharist over there. And I said, what is it? What is it? And then when my eyes fell on that, I said, oh, God, this is just what I wanted to read it. So... Thank you, Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you. Wonderful testimony. Thank you. So many of you may be attending our prayer group and, uh, you know, the word of God has started touching your life and you're making a personal relationship with God. And now when you attend the Mass, Jesus Christ is so alive to you. You know, the body and blood of Jesus is real to you. You can feel the presence of God when you attend the Mass. It's so meaningful. If it is you, give a testimony right now. The Mass earlier used to yawn and sleep and feel when the when one hour will get over. But today you wait every minute, every word that comes out is, yes, you know that the prayer is going to the Father through Jesus with the help with the Holy Spirit and you feel that unity. You're one with the Trinity. If it's you, give that glory to God. Brother Vivek, my name is Sylvia and uh, I'm from Kuwait. Yes. I, oh, I, um, my, my house is about, it used to be five minutes away from the church. And um, for me, I was a workaholic, always working 24 hours. One fine day when I was speaking to my brother in the US, he was telling me I'm so blessed because I have the church right close to my home. And if he was here, he would go to church every day. And that part touched me. And I said, my Jesus is so close to me. And how come I don't even go to the church? And since that day, every morning I go to the church and I've taken a part in it and I'm not only volunteering for every service at the church, it has touched me and I evangelize on the word that we hear every day and it touches people and carry it forward. Yes. Um, even at work, um, like just last month, for example, my accountant as well as my manager, two people were on leave and I was asking the Holy Spirit, 
how am I going to get the work done of three people plus my evangelization work and the evening rosary, which we do in Agape. And I keep doing e-writing. So I had so many things on my mind. How am I going to accomplish? I, I, Holy Spirit works amazingly. Everything was so organized and it's like perfect. I don't, I, I single-handedly did everything just with the help of the Holy Spirit. He showed me exactly where the papers were, what needed to be done and how it had to be timed. So I had the morning time for the Lord as well as evening time for the Lord. So I just want to glorify Holy Spirit for being constantly our companion in any doubt, in any worry. When we call on him, he shows it right there where it is. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. How many of you want to thank the Holy Spirit? I would have said it hundred times. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I know of so many things I lose. I say, Holy Spirit, find it for me and he finds it. So I can't give so many testimonies because wherever I lose it, he says, just go search there. I open it and I find it. And I said, thank you, Holy Spirit. So, you know, it's, it's so wonderful. So many things. But I'm sure there is someone who loves the Holy Spirit and wants to speak and thank the Holy Spirit for what he's doing for you in your life. There's a big change in your life. And he's that wonderful someone who loves you more than your spouse, someone who loves you more than your children, someone who loves you indefinitely and just loves you and he lives in you and he's not going to leave you forever. Would you want to thank him for what he done, what he has done and what he's continued to doing in your life? Give thanks and praise to the Holy Spirit because this prayer group is the Holy Spirit Brisbane prayer group. It started by him, all glory to him alone. Because he runs this prayer group. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Abba. Yeah, someone else would like to testify before we start today's session. Okay, anyone, last testimony before we start? So pray that, and as you get up every morning, I just always tell the Brisbane prayer group and every member of the prayer group, cover your family, the precious blood of Jesus. Very, very important. And please remember, he protects our house, protects us, and there's a hedge of protection. No one can come near you or your place because one angel is enough to protect us. God gives us legion, that is 6,000 angels when we call and command angels to work. The spiritual realm is real. Physical people can do nothing. I mean, the Lord is so real and these angels are real. So they protect our house, they protect our household, our, our very belongings, 
everything and mostly the blood of jesus is the one which is the hedge of protection so pray right now father that i put a hedge of protection over the entire brisbane crowd and the family and every person and their whole families and their extended families and all their assets and everything and their jobs their careers their relationships with their spouses their children parents siblings workplaces work colleagues works people who are praying for jobs who have got their jobs you already claimed it today and you have received it and for all the answered prayers that are there and we put the hedge of protection upon every member of the brisbane prayer group and the families so that they are safe and as and the lord is in control and totally protect our life in the name of jesus father holy spirit be with us guide us and give us that wisdom that we need to hear your word and understand your word and use your word in our daily life thank you jesus we praise you jesus and please keep praying for all the ministries that are there that we pray that we every day the praying in tongues that is brother russell in the morning the rosary and and the divine mercy daily the people who are interceding the praise and worship led by sister sanin and the word ministry every friday so so that all are blessed and for all the prayer warriors on the prayer group this is a family that we are united spiritually we don't see each other but we are connected in one spirit and please share the teaching so that someone else's life is blessed thank you jesus can we start so today we are going to do a teaching called spiritual or soulish okay and now this is important let's go and understand the background of the teaching first we had done a previous teaching to understand spirit soul body 1 thessalonians 5:23 today we'll go deeper into that teaching so this is the base yes now may the god of peace himself sanctify you through and through that is separate you from profane and vulgar things make you pure and whole and undamaged consecrated to him set apart for his purpose and may your spirit and soul and body be kept complete and be found blameless at the coming of our lord jesus christ okay and may your spirit and soul and body be kept complete and found blameless at the coming of our lord jesus christ so we are three parts spirit soul and body we know that we are spirit okay and when we talk about the soul we deal with the will the emotions and our intellect and when we talk about the body we know that the body is all about the needs so we need all the needs for sustenance our physical needs so the body always wants what we need you know to survive so we need food we need shelter we need clothing we need the basic requirements the body keeps when you are hungry So, Savi, when you're hungry, what do you do? Eat. Correct. So you'll eat. Correct. You'll not wait and say, "No, let me pray first. Should I eat or not eat?" Straight away, you eat. Correct. Yes. So, same side to the from from the from the body side. If we are hungry, we know that we have to eat. Okay. 
when you are thirsty what do you do sabir drink okay so you know very clearly that you know there's thirst and how do you feel that thirst you feel that very thirst right yes so you know that you need to drink nobody tells you hope oh, you have you drank a glass of water uh, you say no i forgot you'll never say that because you know you need to do it okay because that's how you know that you're hungry or thirsty now this is the physical side okay the emotional side needs us to logic use logic at all times now many of us are more intelligent so we use logic in every aspect of our life do you notice that so sabio like you want to you'll always question things right you're not going yes. to take if someone tells you something you are going yes. to be questioning it and saying yes let me first research it let me do my own analysis let me do my own thinking yes okay. so something that way and that is something that you used but that is your second side which is the the soulish side okay yes is that clear yes all of us have this okay you're not going to take it for granted now the spirit there's a very thin line between the spirit and soul okay now what is in the spirit is your faith so faith resides in your spirit god is spirit and god resides in you through in your spirit so god spirit and our spirit become one spirit when he lives and dwells in you so this is very important for us to understand that god spirit and our spirit become one spirit when he is within us now today we all would say hey but i know this this is i know spirit soul and body what is the relationship between the spirit and the soul okay so how do i know i'm spiritual or i'm soulish and why discernment is required whether this is the human voice speaking or this is a voice from a demonic realm speaking or this is actually the holy spirit speaking okay now you know and we know that god's word is the sword of the spirit but when we are not in god's word many times we hear voices in the head okay do we hear voices away yes sometimes the voices maybe you may be thinking all voices are holy spirit but all voices are not holy spirit okay how do you know the pure voice of the holy spirit and how it is so important as christians to have discernment just as we have prayer in our daily life okay so so it's very important for us uh, am i audible can you okay so it's very important for us to understand that uh, how to understand this relationship and what should we do to know that everything has to be in the spirit realm okay so let's let's understand this uh the relationship between man's spirit and his soul okay so that's today's teaching so we got to understand from 1 Thessalonians 5:23 we have three parts the spirit the soul and the body okay just to understand and how the word of god transforms this is hebrews 4:12 we can go through that scripture as well as well so that we understand that uh, we have that as part of our teaching but let me take it up first hebrews 4:12 now many people may be wondering how can the word of god transform my life the word of god once it starts entering you once you start reading the bible and start meditating on the bible and the scripture that word that enters you transforms you now if your life has been transformed because of god's word you need to put an amen there and claim it and say thank you or say amen i put an amen straight away because i know the word has changed my life truly changed my life okay if that life if your life is truly changed because of god's word by meditating on his word then you have to put an amen there thank you jesus 
Yeah, can you read for the, for the word of God is living and active and full of power, making it operative, energizing and effective. It is sharper than any two-edged uh, two sword, penetrating as far as the division of the soul and spirit, the completeness of a person and of both joints and marrow, the deepest parts of our nature, exposing and judging the very thoughts and intentions of the heart. So the word of God is alive and active, sharper than a double-edged sword, and it penetrates dividing the soul and the spirit. Okay, both joints and marrow, exposing and judging the very thoughts and intentions of the heart. Now, many times people say, how do we pray and where does the prayer work from? I have I've shared in the past many times, even before you open your mouth, God already knows what's very intention of your heart. Okay. So that's why when you pray in tongues, you know, you're asking the Holy Spirit, you take over, you make the prayer, you do what it is because you know the depth of my heart. Romans 8, 26, 27. So that's how the Holy Spirit prays on our behalf. It sighs too deep forward and knows what the will of God is and what is the desire of our heart and goes according to the perfect will of God, which is his word. So it's very important for us to understand that the deepest desires of our heart is already known by the Holy Spirit. So Holy Spirit is a prayer partner. Tag him always in your prayer life. Okay. Today, we are going to go deeper to understand the relationship between the soul and the spirit. Okay. So one thing is clear. The spirit of man comes directly from God and relates directly to God. I'll repeat this. The spirit of man comes directly from God and relates directly to God. Now, in the original pattern of creation, there was a descending relationship. God moved upon man's spirit. His spirit moved upon his soul and the soul directed his body. Okay. But what really happens through man's rebellion, rebellion is when we become full of ourselves, when we are proud. At that point of time, what really happens is his spirit was set aside and his soul took over control. So the dominating force has to be the spirit because God lives and dwells in our spirit. But when we are rebellious and against God and do not follow his word and do not listen to him, Listening to God is listening to his word, not just to the preacher. It is the word. I always make it a point that if you are coming for the Friday Bible study, there has to be a transformation in your life. Open that word of God and read and you'll see prosperity all your life. God is not wanting poverty in our life. He wants us to be rich in every aspect. Okay. Those scriptures are real blessings. So when you open it and start reading, you start seeing life transform for you. Now, things will change. You don't have to worry. that. And many people think you need to be holy. You need to be... No. Isaiah 55.1 says, come as you are. God just invites you. Come, eat. If you have no money, come and eat. Because salvation is a free gift. is given. Jesus Christ died for us. He never charged us anything. And our life is transformed. Your life may be a total wreck or a total mess. Absolutely, you may think there's no way I can come out of this situation. I, I, if it is you, put an amen. So God's grace be upon you right now. And you, that life will turn around when you give it to Jesus. And not only will you be blessed, you'll, you'll be restored for everything that was taken away. Everything with profit, okay, with interest. That's how the Lord works.
So God's moved upon man's spirit, and his spirit moved upon his soul, and his soul directed his body. But remember, rebellion is something that's there within us, and however his spirit was set aside, and then the the soul took control. As a result, man is controlled by three functions of his soul. Now, the three functions of the soul or the soulish side of man is first the will. Savi, do you agree? You have a will within you that you you have a will that I can, I I will, I will stand, I I will. Correct? Yes. That will inside you. Okay, that's so strong that you know. It's that's that very thing that keeps us, you know, many times we want to stand by something and say, I will do it. I will, yes. you don't involve God, but you put your own flesh and say, I will do it. I have stood up my qualification. I pass. Yes. I my, own, my I, own might. Yeah. My, my might, my me, my me. Correct. It's me yes. and myself. Yes. Second one is I delight on my intellect. Okay. You know, you're intellectually strong, or very intelligent. You read a page and say, you can remember it by heart. So you know that it's your intellect that is important, correct? Yes. And third one is another. We are going to do a series on this teaching called uh, the emotions part and how it affects our prayer life. Okay, that's going to be a powerful series I've got, which we are going to cover in the. Uh, there's a lot of powerful teachings coming in. So how emotions have play a big role in our life. When we feel like praying, we pray. When our emotions are strong, when emotions are down, we don't pray. But faith does not work on emotions. Faith is a spoken word. It has no nothing to do with emotions. So we're going to learn this. And many of us are stuck in our emotions. So we'll come out of that when we do that particular series. Okay. So that should be soon. So there are three parts. One is the will, the intellect, and the emotions. Now, we know emotionally, many times we are emotional people. You feel sad. You feel happy. You know, everything happens. So it's important for us to realize that. Amen. Now, when God reconciles man to himself, his purpose is to restore the original order by actually, which he once again relates directly to man's spirit. So God speaks to our spirit. Now, many times people ask me, when Holy Spirit speaks to you, can you hear in your ears what the Holy Spirit is saying? You actually listen to the Holy Spirit in your spirit. Deep down in, you can hear that voice speaking to you. And that's how you get, you know, touched, moved and inspired by the Holy Spirit because he goes above and beyond to make his presence felt in your life. Amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit. So what happens here is, once again, man's spirit in turn moves upon his soul and his soul moves upon his body. Now, many times, the, the very healing power to heal is in our spirit. Okay? But to reach the body, you need to go through the soul. So unless and until you understand the relationship between the soul and the spirit, it's difficult for us to say, I'm healed by the stripes and wounds of Jesus. I'm speaking it, but this is soulish, can be soulish, but the spirit is not really praying it. Okay. I speak a word with belief that God has done it. But if there is doubt, like Newton gave a testimony, you know, and you know, doubting is a demonic force. It's a spirit of unbelief. Okay. That's not from God's realm. It's from the demonic realm. And we have to understand, we have, got to re, we have to rebuke that spirit in the name of Jesus. Whenever there's something good happening, the devil says, what if it doesn't happen? Does it happen to you? If yes, amen, we are going to break it. So what we need to understand is for anything to take place, if you want to heal any part of your body, maybe your emotions, your mind or whatever part of your body, you have to go through the soul. 
And if the soul is not ready and starts thinking, no, no, let me first question this. Let me understand this. Faith is calling the unseen into the scene. But the soul says, or the soulish side says, first show me, let me see with my eyes, let me touch it, let me feel it, and then I will say, I've got it. Are you getting me? So there are two contradictions here. One says, I, I don't see, I see with my spiritual eyes, call it into existence, and I've got it. And the other side says, for show it to me, I want to see it, put my mind, I'm a logical person, I'm going to think for how this will happen, I question everything, and then will my prayer get answered. I'm going to question. Now, you're praying many times from the soul side of it, saying, Lord, how can it be possible? Okay. So many times, even I'm part of that because very much start thinking because you read so much, you've studied so much, it becomes difficult for you to uh, get that God is so simple. Ask and you shall receive. How can it be possible that I ask and I receive? No, there must be more to it. It has to be some levels. I need to do something more to make it. The Lord is as simple as that. Ask and you shall receive. If you don't ask, you don't receive. Prayer is the only thing that moves God. So prayer and thanksgiving and praise, these are powerful weapons that we have. When we thank and praise God and when we pray, you move from the physical realm into the spiritual realm and that's where the answered prayer is. That's where everything takes place. So today when we understand this, let's go to our first scripture today. What does David say in Psalms 103 verse 1? It's a lovely teaching. I'm, I'm sure you'll be blessed. Bless and affectionately praise the Lord, O my soul, and all that is deep within me. Bless his holy name. So bless the Lord, O my soul, is basically what David said. Okay, through faith, David's spirit has been reunited with God and eager to worship him. So his spirit stirred up his soul. The spirit, his spirit stirred up his soul understand the depth of what i'm saying now okay to move upon his vocal organs or vocal cords to utter the appropriate words of worship so when the soul is under the dominion of the spirit that's when the soul will you know when it's very easy for the spirit to directly you know have that faith when you speak a word it's unanswered prayer when you start getting into understanding this thing. Okay, so what we are going deeper, let's understand this. So as long as man remains in submission to God and his soul remains in submission to his spirit, man functions in harmony with God and with himself. Again, this is very deep as I speak this. I want to say it slowly. So long as man remains in submission to God, what do you mean by submission to God? Okay, when you are totally humble and give your total self totally to God, mind, body, spirit, everything to God, okay? His soul remains in submission to, the, to his spirit. Now, the spirit is where God resides. The soul is where we have our intellect, emotions, and our will. And that goes under the control of the spirit. And that's when you're totally connected to God. And then, so, so the soul, when it is in submission to the spirit, you know, 
everything starts working well in your life peace harmony the word of god works so beautifully in our life but when the soul is no longer in submission to the spirit the internal harmony is broken now many times there's a constant tension between the spirit and the soul and this is what happens all the time this is that warfare that we are in all the time between the soul and the spirit and we do not understand this because sometimes you hear a voice saying believe and sometimes says see you can't see it if it is you please put an amen because many times when we pray or many times when you are trying to take a decision you get two voices saying take it don't take it and both the voices are speaking and now you can't recognize which is which voice is right voice which one should i do now at that point of time it's important for us to realize that you have to surrender to god and say lord it's i cannot do this you take over and there'll be a dominant voice that will speak to your heart at that point of time and that's the voice of god and that's your answered prayer or that's your decision so that's where james 15 comes in handy and we made this prayer any time you are stuck in a decision crisis okay or you are analyzing and you are paralyzed by the analysis of what should i do should i do it or should i not do it or you are at a crossroad should i turn right or should i turn left your gps is the holy spirit james 15 can you take me there what is gps i mean this is you know you, you want to drive a car you, you just say okay from here to here so it tells you the direction okay so that's your phone telling you a direction and the holy spirit here helps us to take that right direction now if you lack wisdom in any area of your decision you always need to make this prayer and use this scripture in your prayer okay that is james 1:5 for anyone who's at a top management or a management job or any kind of decision that you make in your daily life should i send my son to this school or that school should i that the decisions happen daily am i right savio yes should yes. i take this road or that road should i eat this food or that food one stomach i can eat only one meal so what should i eat it could be as small as that or it could be a big decision which is a financial one or a relationship one or there could be something that you want to do pause for one minute i would say stop don't just make that decision because you heard a voice saying oh do it just jump first thing you need to do is make a simple prayer like this use that very scripture lord i lack wisdom i'm using just the word to guide me make this decision or in this circumstance because i do not know where to go or how to stand and how to do or what to do okay i'm at a crossroad speak it he i am asking you god and i know when i ask for your wisdom you give it generously to me without rebuke or blame okay remember there are no conditions in this scripture okay like others others have a condition this is no condition and that's why it's such a beautiful scripture okay and it will be given to him and i know lord now you have given me the perfect wisdom and your voice will speak to me and i am going to take the decision based on your voice now at that point of time just be in harmony because you know you have moved it from you to him okay once your worries are cast upon him he cares for you when you given it to him now you'll hear a clear voice a take decision a or b the one that you is the correct answer for your circumstances and that's how you would get your answer there is that clear savio yes okay so this is important for us to understand now again the soul and the spirit okay this is one of the powerful scriptures you can use this making a prayer wherever soul you are 
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. So, let me get to understand this now. Because there's a tension between the spirit and soul, this is where we have it all the day we are fighting this battle. Now, the Greek of the New Testament has a special adjective formed directly from the word for the soul, for soul that is called suche, P-S-U-C-H-E. Okay, this is the word which describes action initiated by the soul. Okay, the adjective is suche koes, that is P-S-U-C-H-I-K-O-S. You may be wondering why am I talking this, but it, it has, it all comes down to understanding soulish. The natural way to render this in English would be the word soulish, but there is no word called soulish in English. But what we understand here is the word soulish in different parts of you know, the word of God in the New Testament. The word is used as natural. Okay, It is used as sensual, worldly, unspiritual, world-minded or worldly-minded without the spirit okay, or to follow the natural instinct. This is the meaning of the word soulish, okay? I'll be using the word soulish because you will see that in the Bible itself, the word soulish does appear, but under these different names. So I'll repeat it. It's natural, sensual, worldly, unspiritual, world, worldly-minded, okay? It means you're just thinking about the world and whatever is there without the spirit and it is following the natural instinct. So this, let's go through and understand now what is spiritual and soulish. Let's go to our main scriptures for today. Okay, 1 Corinthians 15 verse 40, 44 to 46. Now Paul uses the word three times to point out the difference between our body and the resurrection body, which is spiritual and the natural body, which is soulish. It is sown a natural body, mortal, suited to earth. It is raised a spiritual body, immortal, suited to heaven. As surely as there is a physical body, there is also a spiritual body. So it is written in scripture. The first man, Adam, became a living soul, an individual. The last Adam, Christ, became a life-giving spirit, restoring the death to life. However, the, spirit, the spiritual, the immortal life is not first, but the physical the mortal life, then the spiritual. Okay, so here we understand very clearly, it is sown a natural body. The word natural means here, it refers to the soulish part of our body, okay? So the soulish part is the natural body and our resurrection body, which will be the spiritual body. Now, let me explain what soulish and what is spiritual. A soulish body is one 
upon which the spirit has to move through the soul. So it's us, spirit, soul, body. Whereas our spiritual body is one where the spirit moves directly to the body without having to work through the soul. Okay. Now this is, um, again, we'll see this, the cherubs. Okay. The cherubs in Ezekiel chapter one, take me to Ezekiel chapter one, verse 12, and then verse 20. So they have a spiritual body. And this would be the resurrection body, which is directly spirit, directly to the body. Why am I going deep? How we understand today's teaching it will help us to understand very clearly that the spirit and the soul, we know spirit, soul, body, but spirit and soul, every day there's a warfare happening. How do I know and how it's important for us to have discernment in our daily life? And that's today's greatest part of the teaching that will help us in a practical way to use it in our daily life. Now, many times it could be a lady, you know, I'm sure Janela is here. When you cook food, you know, you got to put some masalas, right, in the food. Okay. Whether you're cooking a chicken curry. So many times you don't know which masala to put, correct? Whether to put one masala or the other one. Okay. So you need a discernment. What if you make it spicy or the children won't eat? If you make it mild, people may not eat. Okay. So many times you need to have a discernment in your daily life. This is normal, you know, normal things that are happening. So I'm just sharing with a simple thing, like, you know, like doing things by cooking. You need to have that discernment. Am I doing the right measure? I'm putting the right measure of what I'm in a, in a little bit more of salt and the, the taste of that food would change. So it's important for us to understand how to use. Now, whatever we learn Friday after Friday is not meant to be kept. Okay only in our notebook. It is applying our, into our daily life, okay? So that, that word can touch someone's life, okay? So today we'll understand how to use it. So take me to, you go to verse 12? 12. Yeah, go for 12. And each went straight forward wherever the spirit was about to go, they would go without turning as they went. Okay, what happens here is when the spirit says, go, go, come, come. Now, I'll share one thing with you. Under the anointing, when you are in deep worship, the Holy Spirit and your spirit become one. Okay, so when the Holy Spirit is speaking and you are totally surrendered, what is worship? Where you completely empty yourself in the presence of the Lord and he fills you up with his Holy Spirit. Now, at that point of time, what really happens is God dwells in you and you can hear only one voice. That's God's word. That's only one voice that comes in at that time. So if he says, Vivek, go and do this, you just quietly obey that voice. Okay. When he says, do something, you do it. You don't question it. You don't say, let me first decide. I'll think about it. You don't do that. You just do it because he, it is God himself speaking through your spirit. Now that happens when we are in deep worship, but it's to get to that stage, there's total amount of repentance because we are full of ourselves. There's ego, pride, and all the things within ourselves is I, the me in me is more stronger because I'm connected to, the, to my physical senses and my physical senses show me things. And the spiritual eyes are the ones that are unseen. 
So there's a very big difference. And, and with the cherub's body, what really happens here? The spirit says go and they go without turning as they went. Okay, verse 20. The same uh, verse 20. Wherever the spirit went, the beings went in that direction and the wheels rose along with them. For the spirit or life of the living beings were in the wheels. So wherever the spirit went, the beings went in that direction. Today, I just want to take that line. If the Holy Spirit talks to you, just obey. Again, I repeat, the Holy Spirit talks to you, just obey. Many times he wakes me up at 2 o'clock in the morning. I have to pray 2 to 4. And says, just pray. And many times, I, the soulish part of me says, I want to sleep because sleep is important. I have to go to work. There are so many things. I keep on telling myself, I have to work. I have to do. But the Holy Spirit says, pray. Again, pray. And I'm just praying to us. Continuously praying. Because he wants the body. I'll tell you one thing. When I come in, I just say, Holy Spirit, take over. And immediately, it's like as if I've worn a cloak of the Holy Spirit and the anointing just flows in. He just needs our time and our body. He wants to use us because you and I are the hands and his tongue in the ministry. Okay? The Spirit needs a body. And if are we ready to give our body, our time to the Holy Spirit to do his work in our lives? I promise you that every part of your life will be fulfilled. First, Seek me and my kingdom and all others, all other things will be added unto you. Don't have to worry about how, you know, blessings will come chasing you. Do you want the Holy Spirit to use your body, your mouth to proclaim God's word, to heal the sick, to raise the dead? That's what Matthew 10, 8 says. To preach the word of God and bring the light of Christ to others. If so, say Amen and be are ready to give our body to the Lord because he's going to use us. I promise you he'll bless us mightily because there's nothing that the Lord does not know about us. He needs everything of us. And let's let's listen to him and give everything of ourselves to him. I did that and I tell you my life is a blessing. I would say if you're not giving our life to the Lord, just give it and say, Lord, I can't do it. You take it. Holy Spirit, use my body, use my time. You decide what you want to do with me. Let your will be done in my life and just give it. You will never lack in life. In fact, you'll have plenty to give others. And if you want that, just say Amen and take it. Okay, praise God. Uh, so this is the kind of body that we'll get as believers. Okay, after our resurrection, no longer will our spirit have to urge our soul to direct our body to make an appropriate response. Our body will be directly responding to our spirit. We will be like Ezekiel's cherubs. We, we will go directly without turning. Whenever our spirit wills to go, what a wonderful thing would that be. Imagine the Holy Spirit is talking to us, right? And he says, do it. Imagine, I'll tell you one thing. The Holy Spirit is so real. He talks to you and tells us things or secrets that you never even know. Uh, I'm sure many of you, if you lose something, I say, Holy Spirit, I've lost something. I, was, I, was, I know it's a small thing, but I was looking for my uh, AirPods. And I've lost them, okay? And I was, I was like, where is it? And I said, Holy Spirit, now I was trying to search it on my own flesh. I tried doing this experiment, trying, and I couldn't find it. And I said, Holy Spirit, now you take over. It's your, your turn. You find it for me. 
and he said it's in that it's in that suitcase there you kept it there but i was saying why would i keep it in that suitcase why would i keep a earpod in that suitcase that's again my mind saying it he said she's it's in there just open it and take it i guess there was just movement happening and i kept it there in that and i didn't realize i just forgot about it opened the zip put my hand in and there i got it and i said thank you all instead and he said see i told you so i just want you to i'm just talking about a small thing but it's it's so important for us to realize that holy spirit is real and he wants to live and help us in our daily life so are we ready to allow him to take over you don't have a job holy spirit will find a job for you god has made it so simple when we pray god doesn't say okay you know we make it harder for god to answer our prayer by saying no if is it so simple that i ask and i receive i seek and i find i knock and the door will be open is it so simple it can't be so simple the word of god it can't be so simple so we decide no we will make it harder let's choose to make this kind of prayer that kind of prayer. god looks at the heart why does a child pray i remember I, my younger son i used to tell him my sales is to go down i'm in sales so i used to ask him i said come on let's pay a prayer of agreement and he used to make simple prayers he says let dad get sales because he puts food on our table and let him get the sales simple prayer and the next morning i would be filled with so many clients who would give me sales that whole week would be a blessing now i used to wonder when i'm praying it's not getting answered when this child prays it's getting answered but then i realized when i pray i doubt i said how can god do it you know is it so simple i just want to share with you that the prayer of your heart is more important than what you keep speaking if your heart believes you get the answered prayer because it has to be two parts one is the believing and the spoken word have to match so you speak thank you lord for blessing me with a job and you believe and you see yourself in the job and thank and praise god every day like a mad person even if someone calls you mad but you just say no thank you lord i've got it i've got it someone who's praying for his readings to come down okay can directly print his entire report blood report put it up on that wall and thank and praise god for the readings that he wants in his life and i tell you to be a testimony here as i speak to you there could be someone praying here or someone who wants his reading down makes that reading puts that reading in front of him and keeps on seeing it and thanking god for the reading your reading will match the numbers that you pray for because jesus has already answered your prayer now the point here is if we understand how it works it is so simple the word of god is not just about answered prayer it's about a relationship and that is important for us so today it's not just about me getting my my needs met or my answered prayer i pray lord give me a job i got a job pray for someone to get a job god i mean that's that's the worldly standard okay getting what you want god will provide all our needs according to the riches in christ jesus we know that philippians 419 and you know that he's already given us everything okay we have got everything so we don't even have to worry about it. the lord is my shepherd i shall never lack anything psalms 23:1 i use those scriptures i believe i thank god but the most important is the relationship do you have someone who can be with you in all times of life good times bad times trouble times and that voice talking to you will you be able to thank and praise god in all situations and that is important that's where your true test of your relationship with god comes in and i'll tell you many times he puts people in your life like newton said the brother lawrence who came in and spoke to him it was not brother lawrence is like a destiny helper or the lord chooses people to come in your life at different times 
when you are open to the holy spirit he sends people in your life to bless you at that particular patch of life which you are going to which is a troubled phase where you do not know what's happening you really can't operate in faith now if it is you put an amen to you if you have got a destiny helper who has come unexpected in your life you never expected that person came in helped you got you out of that situation waited for you to come out of it and then moved on so i would say that's how the holy spirit works in our life it's a beautiful thing to fall in a love and have that intimate relationship amen <clears throat> amen praise god so let's go to another scripture now 1 corinthians 2 14 and 15 let's understand why there's an opposition between the spirit and the soul this is a very very important part to understand because we are in a fight and a battle daily between the spirit and the soul okay it's a very in depth if you really want to go in you have to understand this okay and i'll give you scriptures as well at the end for discernment but let's understand the difference and how we can get deeper into this anyone who likes the teaching so far just say amen so i know that the lord is touching you praise god thank you jesus Okay, we're doing one Corinthians two fourteen to fifteen. But the natural, unbelieving man does not accept the things, the teachings, and revelations of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness, absurd and illogical, to him, and he is incapable of understanding them. because they are spiritually discerned and appreciated and he is unqualified to judge spiritual matters but the spiritual man the spiritually mature christian judges all things questions exam examines and applies what the holy spirit reveals yet it is himself judged by no one the unbeliever cannot judge and understand the believer's spiritual nature okay actually this whole 1 corinthians chapter 2 is a blessing i'm sure you know someone who's read this is such a beautiful thing like you know no eye has seen no ear has heard what no mind has conceived with the lord you know has plans for us beautiful beautiful and most beautiful chapter who really want to understand the spiritual you know spirit side of man take this as a kind of a homework 1 corinthians chapter 2 read it and understand it really beautiful okay but let's get to this the natural is the soulish man i said i'll use the word soulish the unbelieving man is the natural man okay this is the soulish man does not receive the things of the spirit of god for they are foolishness to him nor can he know them because they are spiritually discerned but he who spiritually judges all things yet he himself is rightly judged by no one so unless you are in the spirit realm unless the holy spirit is in you unless the spirit of god is in you and really lives in you and he lives in us unless you allow him to operate you know and control our lives and dominate our lives that's when things start changing but that can only come you can only feed the spirit through god's word okay there is no other way of feeding the spirit okay 
prayer is important we make our prayers but god's word has to be in your spirit that increases your faith because remember as we understand in hebrews 11:6 without faith you can't please god he knows us by our faith he does not know us as a preacher you you may have all the gifts of the holy spirit but he says i don't know who you are okay because it's not important just to get the gifts of the holy spirit the fruits are important you need to have the love of christ in your heart so so that's very very important that we understand that the soulish man does not receive the things of the spirit of god for him there are foolishness if the holy spirit tells you to pray and you're having a party you say what what is what party what are you talking why pray how can i pray my friends having a party because you are in the soulish side of things now if it this is you i have been in that place the holy spirit has said don't be here just leave this place i said how can i leave this place i mean my friends are there but the holy spirit is not wanting you to be there he speaks to you says move out of this place i want you out of this place right now and i know it is me so many times that he talks to me and he's and you don't want to leave that party or don't want to leave that place or don't want to leave that but the holy spirit says no go and your your soulish side says how can it be possible i mean you know just holy spirit come back later i'll see you later you know i'll meet you in the church or meet you in the prayer later now i just want to share with you you grieve the holy spirit that way so the natural or the unbelieving or the soulish man does not accept the things or the revelations of the spirit of god because they are foolishness to him many times the holy spirit says take a right turn here but you say but the gps is saying go straight many times i've taken wrong turns and reached my right destination and then i say thank you holy spirit many times because i took a wrong turn i never fell in a or a bad situation many times it does happen right am i right you know the holy spirit tells us do something and you just do it and you wonder why you're doing something so this is how you allow your self to be guided by the holy spirit it's a process it keeps happening we make mistakes we come back again but the natural man or the soulish man does not accept the things or the teachings or the revelations of the holy spirit because they are foolishness to him and this is what happens when there's no harmony between the spirit and the soul is that clear sir yes okay now let's get this now for the understanding understanding of the spiritual things the soul is dependent upon the spirit if there's a out of harmony between the spirit and the soul or the spiritual truth is close to it how important it is therefore that we approach the truth with the right attitude our soul submitted to our spirit and our spirit in union with god again i'll repeat soul submitted to spirit and spirit in union with god when god is in your spirit our spirit becomes one spirit okay we know this 1 corinthians 6:17 okay that's uh, one spirit now let's go to another scripture here <clears throat> take me to jude i think there's only one chapter jude was 16 Take me to the epistle of Jude. Jude one, sixteen. These people are habitual murmurers, gripping and complaining. following after their own desires 
controlled by passion they speak arrogantly pretending admiration and flattering people to gain an advantage so it is all of us have been here okay none of us i put my hand up first okay because grumbling and complaining keeps happening in our lives do you agree we can we can keep on grumbling as a wife has not made the curry well okay the salt is less or there's some problem sugar is too much there's something in the food that is so it starts with the food it starts with your clothes you could say oh the clothes are not become tight the, the you know the company is not stitching the clothes well you may have a beautiful day but say the sun is too hot today or when it's raining you say it's raining too much today there is something to grumble and complain about i mean am i the only one no there are others as well okay so the lord keeps telling me why are you complaining aren't you happy is there rain aren't you happy without the rain how do you have water say so, yes lord and then immediately i realize am i mistake and say sorry sorry jesus and i i said lord i repent for this complaining and grumbling because our nature is the soulish nature we are connected to the world with our physical senses now that's why the spirit and the soul are always in rebellion with one another if the soul is not submissive to the spirit now the spirit can only be dominant if the word of god is prominent in your life let me put it straight away if the word is not prominent in your life the spirit has no power and then the soul will have all the passions and the lusts of the world will be controlling you and you'll be doing exactly what the soul wants so you'll be just doing everything you'll speak arrogantly you'll have your own desires controlled by passion okay you feel like doing something you just do it okay and they speak arrogantly and it happens all the time you flatter people to gain an advantage so this is what happens when we are soulish now this happens when there's no thanksgiving in our heart there was someone who made a gratitude journal i had once said during my teaching the best way to thank the lord is keep a gratitude journal every day thank the lord for all that he has done in your life if you keep thanking god and say thank you lord jesus because today i woke up on time thank you lord jesus i took the train the bus my car everything went well i went to work my boss was happy with me whatever you had for the day you keep that gratitude journal and record all the little things that the holy spirit has done for you now if you keep on thinking of the thanksgiving there will be no time thinking about all the problems of the day because even in the problems you'll have romans 828 and you use that very scripture says lord take this problem turn it for my good and you would see things work out in very very beautiful ways in your life i'm sure this happens for so many of us who know how to apply scripture in our daily life but it's very important for us to be thankful as well if you're not grateful to god for what he has done the first thing in the morning when i get up and wake up i say thank you lord for keeping me alive to see this beautiful day there are so many of people who have slept but not woken up is the isn't that a thank you why should i take it for granted that oh so i got up i'll get up tomorrow i'll get up day after no every day i'm alive thanksgiving every day i eat food thanksgiving okay i come from a country india and i've seen people in the slums who eat food out of the garbages i don't know if savio have you seen so i i i can just imagine and I, my dad and mom used to always tell me do not waste food because someone could have been eating that food and someone tonight would go hungry to bed because there is no food on the table have i thanked the lord that i have got food on my table or just taken it for granted of so what food came i earned the money it's my money i paid i bought the food 
who gave you the job who gave you the degree who gave you your work ethic who gives you the body to work so it's important that we realize that without thanksgiving in our life we'll be keeping on grumbling and murmuring and complaining life's a full of ups and downs i keep on grumbling and complaining and the holy spirit keeps on telling me what are you complaining about and then i realize yes lord okay same with anxiety many times you get anxious and he keeps on showing me the scriptures and why are you anxious why are you anxious you know i will take care of you and say yes and say so you preach and you only are anxious and i said yes lord and now these are the things i'm trying to tell you how the holy spirit tries to guide us in our daily walk of life if you allow him to take control of our life okay so this scripture is about all of us not just about i mean i'm number one there because i complain and grumble and the holy spirit says stop and then i say thank you lord for all that you have done for me i'm so sorry and uh, so we should not go with our desires but go with what the word of god tells us so james uh, there's another scripture take me to 19 as well in this these are the ones who are agitators causing divisions worldly minded secular unspiritual carnal merely sensual and unsaved devoid of the spirit so these are the ones who are ag ag agitators causing divisions worldly minded there are people who are not happy till they see some problem in someone's life they want to create fights okay they just want to cause division wherever they go they will fight with someone and cause a division worldly minded secular unspiritual carnal merely sensual unsaved devoid of the holy spirit the spirit of god wants to reunite wants to restore wants to keep harmony love peace joy but once you are once you are working out of your soul you can't see good in someone you can only see someone's downfall your jealous unhappy always want to see bad in someone's life or cause some kind of division wreck someone's marriage or say something that will cause some kind of division you feel happy now that happiness is not spiritual it's gone through me as well and i realized that the holy spirit when you're devoid of the spirit this is what happens to a carnally minded person now why am i teaching this because all of us none of us can say i don't complain i don't grumble i just i'm very happy i've never caused a division i never thought bad of others i've only thought good okay so then god never came for the saints he came for the sinners so i'm a sinner the lord came for me and came for all of us praise the lord i just want to share with you if we are why this teaching is because if we are soulish then soon we don't see good in anything we start with our grumbling and complaining the moment you know that grumbling and complaining are coming out from our mouth then i'm soulish the word of god is not dominating me god is not in my spirit i'm keeping god's spirit down and i'm going with my passions with my desires i'm soulish and if you are soulish the spirit has no control over the body so you do anything and everything that happens and this teaching is important for us to understand is because every day we are in a battle even right now when i'm thinking unless the lord is in me and now he is right now talking to me i know that hits his word everything of his word is right but if you do not have god's word in your life or if you keep his word away from you immediately the soul takes over and that's your soulish side of thinking says come on let's go out let's enjoy forget the bible it's not important you know church is okay once a week i go hear the bible that's important for me that's enough 
Now, if you do not get into that, you will take over. The world will take over. You'll get into drinking, alcohol, you know, kinds of all kinds of evil that would come across, and you'll feel this is normal. Everybody does it, so I also do it. So, what's the big thing? Okay, the point here is. you can't see good in others then you only want to beat you're just in that very you know you see the frog in a well mentality you just don't think out of the well now this is what jude talks of in verse 16 and 19 when the soul of a christian is not submitted through his spirit to god he becomes a channel through which every kind of carnality and divisiveness that is division that we talked of can infiltrate not only his place but the church what is the church the very people of god whom you are supposed to bring christ to others okay this is why there's a division in the body of christ many times people are there are two factions of people one saying i you know i pray every day okay but you're walking out of the soul and one who has submitted himself uh you know submitted himself to the lord continuously and that's why your life changes when you're submissive to god the holy spirit takes over friends i'll only tell you one thing once the holy spirit is in you and you have a relationship i know it's beyond just our material needs it's beautiful words cannot explain it how many of you are really enjoying this relationship with the holy spirit daily he talks to you it's that intimacy beautiful can you see amen and say wow just enjoying you know you love praying first of all you never even said one our father one hail mary one holy mary or oh, one the rosary has become alive to me today okay i attended every day and it's so meaningful you know church mass is so alive to me i really feel the presence of god today every word of the prayer becomes alive because the holy spirit is praying with my spirit okay that's one spirit no two spirits 1 1 corinthians 6:17 take me there so one spirit when the holy spirit and my spirit are one it's one spirit now this can always be divisive it's not that the one spirit is always one spirit okay there's a devil waiting for us and today i want to share one thing how the demonic realm gets activated as well in this teaching if we do not allow ourselves to be soulish you make or give an opening to the devil to enter and that's how he enters in this is the only way for him to enter so the one who is united and joined to the lord is one spirit with him when you become one spirit there's that beautiful relationship that keeps going on all the time the holy spirit is in you all the time and you may be crying and say holy spirit you know what i'm going through there's someone who loves you who listens to you many times our own children don't listen our spouses don't listen you trying to say something but you don't feel real love your own parents will not love you and there is the holy spirit who you have identified as that wonderful partner in your life who loves you with no conditions unconditional how beautiful is that today the holy spirit wants us to understand one thing that he does not want us to lack anything in life he does not want us to be poor he just wants us to have him in our life and he says i'll take care you just don't worry just tag me in the ring like brother russell teaches us to tag him correct and then he just takes over he bashes up the devil so let's allow ourselves to be led by the holy spirit okay that's god's word for us now let's go to james 3:15 i want to explain to you how the demonic enters and this is important for us to understand many of us say why am i going through this why am i having a demon possessing or trying to no one can be possessed but you know harassing me all the time understand how it operates okay 
This superficial wisdom is not that which comes down from above, but is earthly, secular, natural, unspiritual, even demonic. If you read the verse 14. But if you have bitter jealousy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not be arrogant and as a result be in defiance of the truth okay so if you have you know wise if you're wise and intelligence the verse 13 says okay show his good deeds with gentleness and humility of true wisdom but the verse you know the verse 15 says this superficial wisdom that we call ourselves wise in the eyes of the world is not that it comes down from above, but it's earthly, natural, that is unspiritual, and even demonic. Okay, now we'll go understand this. <clears throat> so James depicts a downward slide in three successive stages that happen when this happens from the earthly to the soulish. The natural or the unspiritual is the soulish. Remember, I said I'll use the word soulish. So the word natural there is the soulish to the demonic. Okay. So when Christians become earthly, they lose their vision of eternity, the first stage. Again, I'll repeat, when Christians become earthly, they lose their vision of eternity. They cannot see beyond the things of life. They just want success, pleasure, wealth, physical health, happiness, only in the physical realm. Okay, everything here. Okay, they are only interested in what their fate will do for them in this life. They're not bothered of the life to come. Concerning such people, Paul says that, yeah, take me to this scripture again, another important scripture. 1 Corinthians 15, 19. Why is it so different from God's side and our side? We feel we are prosperous, but God is pitiable. He finds this very pitiable. Just take the scripture. You'll understand this. If we who are abiding in Christ have hoped only in this life, and this is all there is, then we are of all people most miserable and to be pitied. Christians like that often consider themselves prosperous and successful. God considers them pitiable. He feels sad for them. Because what we are thinking about is just one realm, the physical realm, my needs of life. That's it. There is no God because it's just important that I just satisfy, be happy, be, be having a lot of wealth, have mansions, have cars, have everything. This is, this is needed. But the thing is, when it starts becoming beyond us, then it becomes a part of our wants. It becomes soulish. Okay. And what happens after the earthly? That's the first stage. As we said, the first stage was earthly. The second stage is soulish. Now to be soulish is what is the definition of soulish? Egocentric. I tell you every day I pray 
to God to take the ego away from me because I know I'm egoistic and I'm proud. Okay, because that is the only area of my life, you know, the devil can get everyone. He can, that's the area that got him himself to be thrown out of God, heaven. So we have to be careful because if we are full of ourselves and we have ego, it can destroy everything, right? From a relationship to whatever you have, it will destroy because you are full of yourself. It's I, me, myself. I'm not interested in who you are and what happens to you. That is all about myself. Okay, so that is the egocentric. To be soulish means to be egocentric, self-centered. Okay, self-centered. For such people, the Christian faith is a way to get what they want of life. They suppose that godliness is a means to gain. Okay, so when you are godly, you gain something. Okay, and this is again scriptural. One Timothy chapter six verse five. Can you take me to that scripture? I've gone very deep in this teaching for us to understand the dissection of the soul and the spirit. And remember, every day we'll be fighting this. Now, how do you know you're soulish? If you're complaining, you're grumbling, you're egocentric, all those things are coming. You know, the soul is taking over. The spirit of God is not, you know, powerful. And that's where the word has to get stronger. You've got to go back, repent, get back. And it's a daily process. It doesn't happen once in a way. And perpetual friction between men who are corrupted in mind and deprived of the truth, who think that godliness is a source of profit, a lucrative money-making business, withdraw from them. Okay, so they see godliness is a source of profit, a lucrative money-making business, okay? So it's very clear is that they suppose that godliness is a means of gain, that they'll get gain out of this. And this is the earthly side or the soulish side of man. If it is you or me or all of us, we all come in different phases, but it's important to recognize why this teaching is important. We need to know where we are. If we are not listening to what the Holy Spirit is, they can be a means of the demon. Now, once the demon starts entering, he will trouble us. And he'll get in that area and they could be a stronghold. Stronghold is basically a fort of full of thoughts, continuous thoughts, negative thoughts, not allowing us to come out of it. Okay. You can only break it with the anointing. Okay. Isaiah 10, 27. Okay. And that's how many people who are in pornography or people who are in very, very deep sins. Okay. Who are like totally in fornication or doing drinking or alcohol or something. It is just the anointing that can destroy. That's that yoke or the bondage of the devil is broken with the anointing. I'm sure people who ever have been released can out of anything can put an amen. I would be to put an amen first. I know how the Lord touched me through the Holy Spirit. The anointing is so strong. Because many times the Holy Spirit tells you, don't just move from here. Just go there. I know once he controls you, he takes full control. And it's important. Okay, let us not get soulish because the moment that the demon enters and moment we get in the third stage is demonic. Now the soulish opens a way for the demonic. This is one way in which demons enter and infiltrate all of us or the church. The questions we need to ask is do Christians ever need deliverance? Okay. From demons. Now the one thing is very clear. The words of James himself that we learned provides a very clear answer. The downward slide from the earthly to the soulish to the demonic, both individual believers and the whole congregation to the activities of the demons. Now, it's a stage. You go from earthly to be very centered 
about the earth and whatever your needs are for the for your life your prosperity you just don't think about the next life because spirit is not important holy spirit is not important the word of god is not important that's when the first stage comes in the earthly then from the earthly it moves to the soulish you're all about yourself proud ego you have your degrees your qualifications everything is built the wealth is built upon you and then you know the 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 gospel that we have a teaching i mean one of the parables that lord says one of the wealthy man says my barns are already full i'm going to build bigger barns and then the lord says you fool tonight your soul is going to be taken out of what is what's the use who's going to enjoy that so we don't realize that there's a life to come after this because we just think we are you know mortal you know immortal people nothing can ever happen to us we can never die so we just live as if that's the way our life is but the lord says look at it it goes the moment it goes from earthly to soulish then it goes to the demon okay that's the stage now in main, many places there's a total ungodly mixture within the very church okay there's no clear, clear line is drawn between what is spiritual and soulish and therefore there's no barrier to the demonic now genuine manifestations of the holy spirit are interpret interfaced or you know that are clearly like they have anyone who understands how the holy spirit operates if the person is not from the lord he'll say this is not from god it's demonic they even told jesus that you are rumoring you're taking devils out from the prince of devils that belzebub belzebub now the point is if you do not in the spirit you will not understand how the holy spirit works because they can't be discerned by unspiritual that's why the word of god is critical and i that's why every time i say just do not just listen to the preacher have god's word because god's word is not about just our daily needs it's about our relationship the holy spirit is alive here wants to have a relationship with us amen so to protect ourselves we must have a spiritual discernment we must learn to discern or distinguish between what is truly spiritual and what is soulish i would i said the starting point is your own mouth if you are complaining grumbling and murmuring that's the first point of you trying to know that that's the soulish side of me that is taken over because i can't be thankful when i'm grumbling okay i'll say when this we all are praying for the rain you say oh rain what a horrible day it's raining okay sunny day oh so hot sunny and i wish there's rain when it rains and it's sunny what a horrible day this is very very it should be fully sunny or rainy okay you can't see good in anything you grumbling and complaining and murmuring that's the soulish side of us and we got to be careful because we'll slide the demon gets involved and that's how the stage so it's a soulish stage works in three phases the earthly okay the soulish and then the demonic okay so let's just be careful to have god's word in us so to protect ourselves we need to have the spiritual discernment okay uh and and as a result very very important is that many sincere and good believers okay are totally confused and bewildered because they do not realize what is you know what is demonic what is soulish and what is spiritual the only discerner as we know is we must learn to distinguish between what is truly spiritual and soulish the only one instrument that can do it what's that sabir the word of god absolutely and that is hebrews 4:12 this is the ultimate scripture that helps us to distinguish between soul and spirit okay just take it back again
I'm going to give some scriptures towards discernment. So it's important. I'm pray a prayer of discernment at the end. How to get that gift? For the word of God is living and active and full of power, making it operative, energizing and effective. It is sharper than any two-edged sword, penetrating as far as the division of the soul and spirit, the completeness of a person and of both joints and marrow, the deepest parts of our nature, exposing and judging the very thoughts and intentions of the heart. Okay, we know the scripture, but it's important for us to understand and apply the scripture. Okay, it's very, very important. So this is very critical because the word of God is living and powerful. So some of you may be wondering why this brother keeps saying word of God, word of God. Try it, use it, open that Bible, start reading, meditate on the scripture and you will see your life change. I'm telling you this, guarantee. Okay, and it's sharper than a double-edged sword because once it gets in, it divides that soulish part from the spirit. And that is the discerner because when there's nothing in you, what do you discern? How do you know what is right and wrong? There has to be something that comes in you and the Holy Spirit can only operate Okay, if the word is in, okay, many people say, but how the Holy Spirit, my word is spirit and brings life. John 6, 63, take me there. Is it good? Praise God. John 6.63. We all know the scripture, but I'm just bringing it back again that we need to know that the word of God is critical in our lives. It is the spirit who gives life. The flesh conveys no benefit. It is of no account. The words I have spoken to you our spirit and life, providing eternal life. So we know that the, the spirit can only be fed by God's word. And that's the discerner between soulish and spirit. Okay. Another verse for this is Hebrews 5.14. There are two conditions in that. To exercise the, the kind of discernment. Now this kind of discernment is critical. Hebrews 5.14. Very important scripture. But solid food is for the spiritually mature whose senses are trained by practice to distinguish between what is morally good and what is evil. Okay, the first condition is that we must regularly feed on the solid spiritual food to the study of the whole Bible, not a select section of the Bible. Okay, someone will just say, I'll only do Psalms or I'll only do the Gospels. Only I'll do the New Testament. It's the whole, the whole word of God, okay? It's the whole Bible. The second condition is that we must regularly practice discerning or discernment. 
we must continuously be alert recognizing the spiritual forces we encounter in every situation whenever we encounter a situation all of us are faced with two voices that speak many times it could be three voices one is a demonic voice one is the human voice and one is the holy spirit speaking okay we are not even adding there is an angelic voice angels and demons also that speak so it's very important to understand that there are different voices in our head okay and are we going through that is there someone who has too many voices speaking i'm there definitely you know there are many voices that speak whenever you're making a decision now it's important for us to understand that discernment is like our prayer life we have to keep on exercising it and know which voice is keeping on talking to us is it the voice of the holy spirit or is it my soulish voice that is speaking okay the soulish voice which is the very you know the unsaved person speaking trying to get something out of it so the soulish side of me or is it the spiritual side of me that is speaking okay so discernment should be as much a part of our christian life as prayer so as much as we pray daily we should have discernment in our daily life and we should practice discernment okay so certain scriptures in that area which i'll be giving you right now after this so let's uh, also look at 1 corinthians chapter 16 verse 13 to Yep. Be on guard. Stand firm in your faith in God, respecting His precepts and keeping your doctrine sound. Act like mature men and be courageous. Be strong. Let everything you do be done in love, motivated and inspired. by god's love for us now whenever you do anything in love they cannot be the work of the enemy okay because god is love and true love casts out all fear so there's no question if you're operating in love you're operating as a giver okay if you're truly a giver in life you always giving a smile always a kind word your time your money you're feeding the poor doing what is because you know none of this is mine okay everything is going to be here i can't take anything i'd rather do what i can when i'm on this earth then you'll truly enjoy every day of your life you'll never be grumbling because you know that every day is a true blessing you know and that's how life needs to be lived okay now certain scriptures i shared about uh, important 1 john chapter 4 okay this is a very important chapter as far as discernment is concerned okay you can take the scriptures verse 1 itself One, two, three. First letter of John. Okay, these are for discernment. Okay, I'm just giving the scriptures are important. Beloved, do not believe every spirit speaking through a self-proclaimed prophet. Instead, test the spirits. to see whether they are from god because many false prophets 
and teachers have gone out into the world. By this you know and recognize the Spirit of God. Every spirit that acknowledges and confesses the fact that Jesus Christ has actually come in the flesh as a man is from God. God is its source. And every spirit that does not confess Jesus, acknowledging that he has come in the flesh, but would deny any of the sons through nature, is not of God. This is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you have heard is coming and is now already in the world. Okay, so the clear thing here is if, the, if you can hear a voice, straight away discernment, and if you're not sure of it, just ask that voice, do you acknowledge Jesus Christ as come in the flesh? And I would say the devil always says, no, you can hear that no clearly, you know, and you know that this is not the voice of God because, you know, the devil cannot accept Jesus Christ came in the flesh because Jesus himself destroyed the devil forever. So this is how you discern if you're not sure of the voice speaking. So this is one scripture, John 16, 13, another one. But when he, the spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all the truth, full and complete truth. For he will not speak on his own initiative, but he will speak whatever he hears from the Father, the message regarding the Son. And he will disclose to you what is to come in the future. Okay, so this is clear. The voice of the Holy Spirit will be clear and we speak to you in clear, simple language. Okay, uh, we'll not read this, but we know Romans 12 too. Okay, we're not to be conformed to the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. The wine can only be renewed by God's word. Okay, Romans 12 too. Jane, you can put that down there. Uh, 1 Kings chapter 3, verse 9. This could be a prayer in itself, actually. Every time you get scriptures like this, you should say, wow, it's a lovely thing. You could use this and keep it and use this like in your arsenal. It's like a bullet. You can fight the evil one using a scripture. So give your servant an understanding mind and a hearing heart with which to judge your people so that I may discern between good and evil, for who is able to judge and rule this great people of yours? Okay, so give your servant Vivek an understanding mind and a hearing heart so that I may discern between good and evil. Okay, this is very important to understand what is operating. <clears throat> 1 Samuel 16, 7.
But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not look at his appearance or at the height of his stature, because I have rejected him. For the Lord sees not as man sees. For man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. Now, this is such a powerful scripture for us because we always are an outward you know, appearance of ourselves. Many times you go to church, you pray, put your hands up and everyone is looking at you and say, wow, this is a holy person. But inside you, the heart is not raw. But rather you can go out and say, Lord, I'm a sinner. Forgive me. I surrender. I repent of all my sins. You know, whenever the body and blood of Jesus during that very time when Jesus Christ is real, that transubstantiation during a church mass, the best thing you can do is when the body of Jesus, make his body your body, and when the blood of Jesus, his blood your blood, and when the, the chalice is lifted, put in all our evil, because what can we give? What can I sacrifice when David says, what I have is a you know, humble and contrite heart. All I can give you is my sins, my pride, ego, lust, any kind of sin, jealousy, bitterness, hatred, anger, anger, fear, all kinds of fear, anxiety, put that in the chalice and lift it up to the Lord so that he takes it. And you know, you can see a healing taking place. Why I ask people to come for worship? Because during a worship session, there's a lot of healing taking place. You don't even realize you're being healed because you physically want to feel healed. Physically, the healing will come through when you are spiritually healed. First you are healed spiritually, then you are healed physically. Every prayer gets answered in the spirit realm first and then shows up physically. So this is what we need to understand. Okay. Uh, last two scriptures and then we are done. Um, John 14, 16 to 18. I love this. There's a lovely scripture, the Holy Spirit. The word in you is so powerful. Here. And I will ask the Father and he will give you another helper, a comforter, advocate, intercessor, counselor, Strengthener, stand by to be with you forever. The spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive and take to its heart because it does not see him or know him, but you know him because he, the Holy Spirit, remains with you continually and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans, comfortless, bereaved and helpless. I will come back to you. Okay. So the word in you, I love that. But dear, what I'm saying here is the Holy Spirit is that very, the very strength of our life, the intercessor, the counselor, the strengthener, the advocate, the comforter, who basically will help us to discern the very 
you know nature of what is good and evil whenever an evil thought comes the holy spirit tells me and when i in deep prayer say that's not me rebuke immediately i say it is written and i fight back we have you know the very first i confess boldly okay i remember when i was writing the i confess boldly the first scripture itself the holy spirit is that one you know it's all glory to our lord because he wrote it it is that scripture i am the body of christ so when the body of christ satan cannot come in the body of christ he has to run away so it is written and we have to follow what our lord did jesus could have said i am truly the son of god him god himself but he never said that he said it is written so this is how we have to you know discern the thoughts at the moment it comes at the thought pattern only discern it and destroy that thought the devil leaves immediately any of you have fought this thought pattern by using it is written and immediately feel that peace coming in if it is you put an amen so that you know that this works okay i'm sure i put an amen because i know it works all the time yes yeah so this is so important that we know this okay 1 corinthians 3:13 See what we learn every Friday has to be put in actual practical application in our life. It's not just, you know, coming here. You could have spent the same one and a half hour or two hours doing something else. If you are coming here, they have to be enriched. You need to be rich in all things. You need to be blessed mightily. Thank you, Jesus. Each one's work will be clearly shown for what it is. For the day. of judgment will disclose it because it is to be revealed with fire and the fire will test the quality and character and worth of each person's work okay so the workmanship will be evident so we'll be clear as to what we are doing because there's a day of judgment and we'll have to disclose what we have done because it's going to be revealed with fire and the fire will test the quality and character and the worth of each person's work so it's very very clear how we'll be judged for whatever we do in this body okay so it's important that you know we do what is god's will in our life okay that's why the word of god is important and it has to be within us my last scripture for today i'm giving you this scriptures for discernment so that you meditate on it use this in your prayer life to grow that discernment now our prayer life is we pray every day okay but discernment also should be happening every day and practice daily it's a process so it's not that i hear one voice and say okay this is from god or this is from the devil or this is the soulish voice the moment you start recognizing the voice of god every day in your life that becomes you you're so important because you've practiced it so why am i giving the scripture so that we practice it immediately you have a problem you're making a prayer you get an answer you know this is the voice of the lord i use it get the answer i make a profit because the lord has always given me the right answer between what is good and evil so i know what is good i choose the good over the evil amen i hope this is helping you the last one is philippians 1 9 to and this i pray that you that your love may abound more and more displaying itself in greater depth 
in real knowledge and in practical insight so that you may learn to recognize and treasure what is excellent identifying the best and distinguishing moral differences and that you may be pure and blameless until the day of Christ actually living lives that lead others away from sin so this is what the lord expects us of our life okay he says as this and this i pray that your love may abound more and more displaying itself in greater depth in real knowledge and in practical insight so the love of god is in our hearts so that you may learn to recognize and treasure what is excellent now this is again recognize is discernment this is what i'm talking about what is excellent identifying the best and distinguishing moral differences that you may be pure and blameless until the day of christ okay see brothers and sisters in christ jesus why did i give these scriptures is because discernment is a part of our life you may be in whatever position that you work in in your real life real life okay not just in the church when you're out there and you got to make a quick very big decision for the company okay and you need the holy spirit's help here if you learn to practice using scripture and allowing to understand which voice is talking and can listen to that voice and you know this is the voice of the lord you can know so it's a practice it doesn't happen in one shot okay i tried i prayed every day for little things start using this prayer like james 1:5 lord i lack wisdom here i know your voice will speak to me and i'm going to take your voice that comes that speaks to me now you speak to me now and tell me what should i do and then the lord will speak to you it could be simple things as should i go by this bus or that bus or should i you know do something or don't do something what is good or what's evil okay there could be anything where you need god's help let him be part of our lives now we're going to pray a prayer for discernment so that all of you who are there till the end now are blessed with this prayer making a powerful prayer uh and savio please repeat after me please let's close our eyes and just pray this loudly okay please don't unmute but pray this loudly father god father god we thank you for this day we thank you for this day father you are the same father you are the same today today as you were yesterday as you were yesterday and as you will as you are tomorrow and as you are tomorrow since the beginning of mankind since the beginning of mankind you sought to have a relationship you sought to have a relationship with your creation with your creation to instruct us to instruct us in the way in the way that we ought to go that we ought to go father father today we pray for discernment today we pray for discernment we pray that the holy spirit we pray the holy spirit that indwells within us dwells within us will give us will give us a peace a peace beyond understanding beyond understanding to know precisely 
to know precisely when something is you when something is you and when something is not and when something is not father father we want to be obedient we want to be obedient to your call in our lives to your call in our lives we pray we pray for such discernment for such discernment to not only make wise choices to not only make wise choices but in the course of it all but in the course of it all to know to know we can trust your guiding hand we can trust your guiding hand we make this prayer we make this prayer in the mighty name of jesus in the mighty name of jesus amen amen okay so today i hope this teaching has blessed you please share this teaching with your friends and i'm sure we all will be blessed okay and uh, please share your testimonies on a prayer group let let us let everyone be blessed please pray your prayer intentions as well we would like to pray with you remember to make the prayer of agreement and share testimonies because pray with your children the best thing is to pray with them trust me i pray with my son and all his prayers are answered prayers because they don't doubt just pray and they know daddy will always hear our prayer so father always hears our prayer okay and that's what i learned from him so it's important that we understand this please share this teaching with others so that others are blessed and this please understand that discernment should be a part of our daily life and practice it to hear the voice of the holy spirit so we can clearly hear the voice of the holy spirit rather than the soulish voice that keeps talking to us now it's all happening in our prayer life daily but when we discern daily soon we'll master that very voice that this is the voice of god and that will help us in our daily life i hope you are truly blessed by being part of the brisbane prayer group uh please pray for all our ministries especially brother russell early morning who gives his whole life to the lord every day we have the praying in tongues jinela and team who do the rosary and please come for the rosary as well it's so spirit led i'm part of it every day and please keep me in prayer as well so that the ministry continues to bring god's words to the end of the earth and remember we have to bring christ to the end of the earth it's not just my job it's every one of us so as we give god will bless us mightily okay thank you so much and god bless and good night from you